You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Red Wings trying to get the sweep. Three seconds left. Into the zone. To the top of the the party up over the line. The party got by his man. He scores! What a play there the party made. Now we got a fight. Got it. Oh, and who's he involved with? Looks like that's John Gruden. That's the first time I've ever seen Fedek in a fight. Ten seconds away from successfully defending the Stanley Cup, the Detroit Red Wings. Their bench on Osgood with his arms up over his head coming out. The Detroit Red Wings have won the Stanley Cup for the second year in a row. Shot in on the new goaltender, Eddie Mio, in goal. Look at that old school mask. And that's something. He's a brave man. Klima catching up. He's in. Six scores. Klima. Kosar and Probert, though, that's the main one here. These are good friends. You rarely ever see Kosar and Probert go at it. Most of the former Red Wings. the Detroit Red Wings, their offensive catalyst, number 25, welcome left winger John O'Grodnick. Got it in front, and score! Jason Woolley, the shot turned around the world! Asman moving blue line, chance, stop! One, and we're back. This is episode Edmonton Oiler, Eddie Mio, episode 31. Before we get into all that, you can follow us on social media, on Instagram, at Detroit Red Wing Alumni, on Twitter, at Red Wing Alumni, and on Facebook. And with that, speaking of Facebook, Eddie, happy birthday, first of all. Thank you. 49. (laughs) 49. Well, I don't know if you saw your post today, but the Red Wing Alumni, had posted a very happy 80th birthday to Eddie Mio, right? Of all the goalies that the Detroit Red Wings have had, you were one of them. Thank you. That makes sense. The great thing about Facebook, though, is sure as shit, somebody immediately posted and said, "Um, Eddie's only 65. He was born in 1964. And that's a lie, too. <laughs> because you're 49. I'm but 49. the best one was Meltdown from WRIF, <laughs> who tweeted out, he doesn't look a day over 76. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I got a text from Manny Legacy. <laughs> Happy 100th. <laughs> Keep kicking. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you, I told you I'm 49 years old. 49. Get that straight. And you got that brand new hip. Brand new hip. Which looks just absolutely fantastic on film. Looked Thanks good. to Newman Productions. <laughs> we were he gave me crap, Jesse. He gave me crap. His hip on film? What? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, uh, he took some pictures at Clark Park. We had a beautiful some pictures, game. Yeah. Beautiful, gorgeous. beautiful game. It yeah. was a gorgeous day. 39 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. The ice was perfect. Crowd was there. Uh, it was filled. I mean, the whole sure. the whole tent people were there so no no we had we had a little bit but i mean it was such a great day so knew me 
great photographer that he is, <laughs> posts these picture, right? And they're awesome pictures. He gives me shit because uh, uh, one of the guys said, great photos. And I said, yeah, they're good. But I didn't mention Newman took them. So he's all upset. <laughs> he never mentions the photographer. Like he was out there with a selfie. He got to give credit to the photographer. Oh, Mike Hanneke said that, right? He says, <laughs> yeah. remember the comment Mike Hanneke says, unbelievable. You can take selfies and still play goal. Unbelievable. But they were awesome pictures, but not only mine that came across. And I got tons of, uh, of uh, Facebook messages about those photos. But the ones you took of Mickey and uh, the couple, the, 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 the second round that came after mine. Yeah. They were awesome. It was such a good game. It, I mean, that game, I think once it gets out to the rest of our alumni, everybody had a great time. Murph, Murph, Larry Murph, Larry Murphy, Hall of Famer, never played the game outside other than when they had to, when, when it counted. Right. Uh, loved it. Said, are you kidding me? Well, this the is- great thing about that game also, and that was the first time I think I saw since at least 2012, the Carhartt game where uh, it was Paulie had uh, inadvertently tripped Crucial Niski, right? But oh, he yeah. got he, he got banned for that. In the game that we were playing on Sunday in the gorgeous weather and everything else, uh, got a little chippy there at the end uh, where one of the guys for the UAW actually had to be escorted off the ice. You know, he went there. Well, um, that was Craig Nat, though. I thought that was a little excessive. I thought it was over the top, also. Yeah. I know that, um, you know, Pee Wee there was uh, a little bit fired up. But when I went back and looked at the photos, um, I was like, okay, I see what happened there. But <laughs> you could just see in his cheeks how red. You know, and I think it was some well, embarrassment remember, there. In, yeah, definitely the embarrassment. But in the first period, he nailed it. You nailed that guy coming across the blue line. I've got pictures oh, of the, I've got that picture. That picture although, is posted. Although Pee Wee didn't hit him, he ran into that big frame. Well, <laughs> did you see when, when Sergey pretty much um, body slammed the guy right in front of the net? I'm like, holy they all love God. It. They're all UAW? Yeah. The, well, uh, they deserve the, it then. There was one guy that wasn't that it turns out he was a state senator. <laughs> For the state and of we Michigan. didn't run him? We didn't run him. If I would have known that, I definitely yeah. would have pointed uh, out that Is he a number. Democrat? <laughs> of course he's a Democrat. Well, then we should have ran him. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, let's not get into that. I'm Canadian. Yeah. I don't care. That's right. As long as you can't vote, I've so, always said. So anyways, as, we're, as we're mentioning, <laughs> that Clark Park game, if anybody next year, you got to come out, just the experience. Obviously, it was a great day, too. I mean, you know what? We've always had pretty much good yeah. weather. Yeah, we have. You're right. You know, right. and when I look through it, you know, I average probably about 700 shots that I take per game. And and I, where can we find those, Newman? That we're going to talk about that. You can find <laughs> www.memoriesbynewman.com. And then every game that we've played since 2012, all those images are up there on the site. And I've got a search function for those of you that love Eddie Mio, you can just type in Mio, right? And any picture that I've taken will pull up from all the different games. But the point I was making on that is I looked at my camera and I was at like 970 images. And I just knew. It takes me about eight hours to do a game after we play it, to get everything looked at, edited, and then up to the web. 
And so of about the 970, about 275 made it into the final cut, but it was still, you know, because awesome. you average well, of 15 to 20 seconds per image yeah. that you're looking at. But so. understand the squad we had out there, okay? Dino Cicerelli, Hall of Famer. Larry Murphy, Hall of Famer. Mickey Redman, Hall of Famer. Ted right? Lindsay dropped the Ted puck. Ted Lindsay dropped the puck, Hall of Famer. That was a pretty good squad that we had out there. Let alone the regular Red Wings. Okay? Well, Willannon, he's got and a Stanley Willannon, Cup. But what McCarty's I'm got is four right. We still had three Hall of Famers that were loving the game. Yeah. Okay. And loved to play that game. And this, the other squad, you're right. Craig Willannon hasn't been able to play with us too much because he's, his son is doing so awesome sure. in North Dakota. And, uh, we applaud him. North Dakota University has been there. What? I think junior now. I believe he Probably is a, a junior because he yep. was playing Muskegon for a little yep. while too. Yep. yep. So, and uh, you know the the rest of the squad with Johnny O'Grodnick and five time All Star, five time All Star Johnny O'Grodnick and Johnny. I have a hard time a, saying that. You know that. I know you. I know. You, you. Where were we sitting uh, the other day? I have a hard time. We were. Oh, anyway, so we, and Mexican Village was <laughs> awesome because yeah. we were like two blocks away. The margaritas flowed after the game. I've not, I've not had a margarita, I think, since I was in med school down in well, San you Antonio. you sure down that one pretty good. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> what else but, we got today? Well, we've Never got- Never mind, get away from the birthday. No, no, no. We still have to um, complete. So what are your plans for your birthday, Eddie? Are you going to Bill Nash? Well, you or? already know. Yeah. <laughs> No, what's the other one? The roast beef one. Is that Bill Matt? Uh, Sign of the beef carver. You already ruined my birthday. I was in Canada with all my friends at Vito's Pizzeria, brought back some ribs yeah. and some pizza. Right? Are the ribs better than the tunnel barbecue days? They're the St. Louis ribs. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're good. I had a slab for lunch. <laughs> but my, in good friends, to- my good friends showed up there. We had, uh, you know, uh, a good squad out there and uh, a few tequilas were rolling. But tonight I'm going to the game. Um, in your son in town or are you just hanging out with the boys? No, tonight? it's, uh, you know, what originally was I used to represent Joe Thornton. So San Jose Sharks are coming to town, right? And, uh, what is that? Okay. It's a story. I am an agent. So I represent a lot of very famous people. Okay. So stop it. Just because you know, don't know any famous people. I don't people. know any famous people. Just because you don't know any famous people. Tell stop your story, it. Eddie Stop Mio. it. So I have five tickets and I was going to give them to the Thornton family, Wayne and Mary, the mom, and they were bringing some relatives to see Joe. But Joe got hurt uh, a couple of days back. So... I'm still going to go to the game. I'm going to hook up with Joey Kosher. He's got uh, the foundation people. You hit that, and I'm going to come across this table. Because <laughs> Joey was supposed to be on the guest and t- uh, a guest today until you pissed him off. So so anyways, I am going to the wow. game, which is last year I did the same thing. They played on my birthday last right, year. because we were down there. At the, the alumni, yeah. and we had a good time. So I I expect... We will have a good time tonight, too. That's uh, last year on your birthday is when Mike Junga and I reconnected and kind of buried the hatchet. No, he still doesn't like you. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Everybody likes Newman. But we just like, hey, why do you think you got your name Newman? Well, I know how I got my yeah. name Newman. Newman! 
you know what? Yes, and actually the three real cheers. story. No, no, no. It's not three. No, you're thinking of Norm from Cheers. Oh, that's Newman yeah. is the overweight and annoying guy from Seinfeld. The postman. I didn't want to say that, but you just brought it in. No, I just, because I just dragged you in there. People ask all the time, "How did you get that egregious nickname?" So it's it's the uh, it was, Seinfeld. Yeah, it was back Newman. in 1999. I started doing consulting for the post bars as they were starting to expand their empire at that point. So I was in Ferndale, and one of the bartenders, you know, Big Frank, <laughs> Frank and Wes were standing there, and they're. They were talking to JT, who was a general manager, and they were like, you know, that one guy. And he's like, no. And he goes, the guy, he's here, and then he's gone. He's overweight and annoying. He's like Newman from Seinfeld, <laughs> right? It was like Shouldn't two months later, name. I was right, getting yes. <laughs> Newman. I was, I was getting a drink, <laughs> and the bartender was like, Newman, what can I get you? And I was well, like, Newman. <laughs> she was like, oh, you better talk to JT. And he was like, look, bro, <laughs> you either accept it or fight it. And since 1999, I've accepted it. I've branded myself. So You sure did. Yeah. <laughs> we like you, though. Oh, well, thank you. Not like Jerry. Jerry hated Newman. We like you. You know, hate is a strong word. And remember, the okay, opposite dislike. of <laughs> He didn't care for it. Same thing. <laughs> it's kind of like Dislike, you. <laughs> didn't care for it, hate. That's all the same thing in my mind. But anyways, uh, all I can tell you, it's going to be a great day again. I do not have birthdays, but I'm only 49. So only 49. Only. So you can't hit it too hard because you are going to play on Saturday night. Thank you. What a great lead in. It's and that's why Joey was supposed to be in the show, and he he hung you out to dry. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna test it again, okay? Yeah, we're 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 testing the new hip, okay? We're just, but uh, Saturday is going to be a tough game. It is going to be a tough yeah, game. It's it it is it is a, a team that's together mm-hmm. year round. Yeah, and they've been together for we played them what four years now, five years. Yes. So they will have guys like Brownies on that team that uh, Joey knows. They they have a senior league. Right. So they know how to play. They practice and all that. So it's going to be tough. So I might only have to do five minutes and let Mally do the rest. And Mally, Greg Malachy. The, the great thing about Mally is he takes it all seriously. Oh, yes, he does. Takes That's why we need him on Saturday. Seriously. But uh, the game Saturday is a, is a, is a sellout. At Kensington. Yeah. Uh, it's Hockey Night in Brighton. Nope. Hockey Night in Brighton is in March. That is the well game. Oh, so this one isn't? Yeah. March 10th is okay. Hockey Night in Brighton. Thank you for correcting me. Yeah. Because I saw on the email it said Hockey Night in Brighton. But you're right. Because the la- last year we played after the Catholic Central Brighton High School game. Correct. Remember? And, yeah. And we get the crowd from them. I think it'll still be a good crowd, but if you're in the Brighton area, please come out. It's going to be a good squad, a good game. And again, proceeds are from the Joey Kosher Foundation. They're going to Cerebral Palsy of Michigan, and the other half is going to the Kosher Foundation. Kosher Foundation, which is a great foundation. Oh, well, there you It is a great foundation. Another plug. (laughs) Joey, that's for you. So with that, since we're segueing into that, you know, we don't have the official lineup on that game where there's a lot of things going on with the schedule. Still tweaking. We're still tweaking. Um, they've also got the uh, shocks and saves game in. 
Yeah, we're going to lose about four players. Right, but it, most of them are going to come up and play right after. I don't after. know how they're going to do that. Because they've got a 430 puck drop, you know, and you think about an hour, hour and a half to play that game. So by the time they get done at 630, an hour over, you know, to drive to Brighton. at 730. No, no, no. Our game's at 8. Oh, so I could have did both. Yeah, you absolutely could have. Well, no, you couldn't have done both. I was scheduled to play in the, I'm, the Shocks and Docks. Shocks, right? But if you you couldn't play both in one game, you know that's too much. I'm trying on to that say hit. I'm too old after I had a birthday. You're 49 years old. You're trying old. to say? <laughs> yes, that's exactly. But you don't want to put that no, much pressure on that hit. You're right. You're right. So, anyways, uh, so the then the boys will be back. Hopefully. The boys will be back because right now um, we'll need it. Preliminary lineup I'm looking at is Mally and Mio. Um, Ryan Barnes is going to play with us. Uh, Cicerelli, McCarty. Uh, we're not sure about McCarty yet. We're not sure even about Dino at this point. Um, Miller's going to be a game time decision. Murph, Koser, Feds, and Johnny O. And I know that Johnny O and Feds are playing in, in the, uh, yeah, ups- the other game. And McCarty is scheduled to play in that game also. So we're just waiting. Oh, then Max our, going to. Okay. Yeah. If he's in town, he's going to do both games. And. A few years ago, if you remember, we played three games in one day. We did Clark Park, and then some of the guys went and did Shocks and Saves, and then we had the Brighton game that night, which is the Apprentice. I went to Shocks. I played Clark and went to Shocks. Right. I remember that uh, Kalima tried to play both and wasn't able to. (laughs) Okay, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll just leave that there. We'll leave it at that. But anyways, it's 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 all good, right? It's yeah. We're gonna have a good lineup. Finner, Noft, Kolstad, Newman, not me, Danny Newman, uh, Presley, Peeker, Reitz, um, Tamer, Wallanen are trying to make it, and then Weber. You know, so we'll put cool. Pee back on that ice to him. Um, He's not suspended? He is not suspended. Okay. If you remember, at the end of the uh, Clark Park game, he was awarded the heavyweight championship belt. Well, he's a heavyweight. He is a heavyweight. Okay. There's no doubt. So it'll be just good. That is laughing. an 8 o'clock game. Jess doesn't even know these guys, and she's still laughing. No, but you guys are so mean. Must, that cracks me up. Yeah, we, we must be very vivid in our explanations here. Vivid. You know, vivid. I did you? It's, it's Not completely, Vivian, uh, vivid. No, but vivid. Did you know Vivid has their own station on Sirius XM? Do you know what Vivid is? You're a smart man. Vivid is a porn station. Right. What? Yes, yes, yes. Um, Come so on. So I was flipping that through. Porn podcasts? Uh, they're Vivid porn, like, is porn. They're calling talk shows and they're talking about porn. Yeah, Vivid. So there's a whole huh. station. How do you know this? Because I was flipping through. I've got Oh, no. The... Oh, flipping through. Yeah. <laughs> I flipped through Sirius and never came up with that, <laughs> that, that station. I... Okay. <laughs> never have. I'm not saying it's on my favorites. All right, it's well, maybe not. we need a podcast Detroit after dark. Absolutely. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, I'm not coming yes. in for that. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we could do like a, a combination old Alan Allman like pillow talk and make it a porn dark. podcast. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Is that I like the Peach Detroit. Pit after dark? I don't know. From the, the old is. the nine oh two one oh days. Oh. Uh, um. So, Vivid, we were talking about Vivid. Where well, we weren't were... talking about it. I just made an explanation. <laughs> You're the one that's bringing it to another level. I, uh, Channel 415 on Series XM, but I oh, wouldn't. Oh, excuse me. 
Live from Vegas, the Adult Entertainment Expo on Sirius XM you, Internet Radio. You are amazing. <laughs> hey, I got to tell you, though. I'll do it before you do it. You got to go to Vito's, okay? Swear to God, this guy is the best. As far as food, ambiance, it's a party every day there. And that's over in Windsor. It's in Windsor. Is it's, it on Tecumseh? It, no, it's on Wyandotte just before you get to Hiram Walkers, which is the old distillery. I think now it's Wiser's. But uh, we were all going to go there after Sunday, mm-hmm. except there was no showers in Clark Park. Right. So we went to Mexican Village instead of Where is it in location to the silver dollar or the million dollar? <laughs> Why are you bringing up nude places again? California's? <laughs> Actually, it's close to Silver's. <laughs> but on the other side of everyone you mentioned. But anyways, that's just a plug out because I got ribs in the car. Yeah, you got ribs pizza. in the car. You had brought stuff yeah. for the gang. And-, and Vito gave it to me. He said, bring it to the show. And anyways, So just to finish up, Saturday night, 8 o'clock puck drop. Now, the festivities are going to start. Um, in Brighton at 7.30, they've got Dave Santia coming in, who is the artist. He's the rock and roll artist. He's Ooh. the guy that has like a 20 by 30 canvas, and he starts the music, and then he paints. And it takes him like five minutes to do a picture of like Chris Osgood or Mickey Redmond. And you have no idea what it's going to look like. And then he flips it around, and you're like, oh. So we've got three pictures that are going to be done, Redmond, Koser, and Darren McCarty. Right, and those guys are going to sign the picture, and then they're going to auction it off. Excuse me? He didn't have enough canvas to get your nose in the picture. We tried to get you in there. so It's an Italian nose. It, it roams all over the place, and women love it. Okay? <laughs> Figure it out, Vivid. Figure it out, Vivid. In the 69 position, my nose will tickle oh, your rear. Oh, now he's carrying it further, Jess. <laughs> I mean, just leave it. Quickly. Leave it to be vivid. It's leave the it Humpty Dance. <laughs> All right. So, go on. Go on. Come on. We got a full show. <laughs> we do have a full show, and actually, we're starting to run up against the first break already. Um, so, just to 8 o'clock, Brighton. Festivities start at 7.30. Now, if you're going to get tickets, I'd recommend sooner rather than later. Talk to Brownie. Yesterday, he said they're worried about being over capacity. Um, and then afterwards, you can actually sign up or pay the VIP price. We're going to have upstairs. the upstairs, you know, where some of the players like to go and hang out. There's no guarantee. Um, the other advantage that you have of going out to that game is – we will have our brand new jerseys that we're wearing for the game, and we are also going to be selling those retail um, out to the general public, so they will be part of the Red Wing Alumni Merchandise Table, um, who Dave Bergen does a fantastic okay. job of running that. And you will also have a chance to pick up Joe Koser Foundation merchandise. They'll have a tent set yeah. up there. Now, mentioning those jerseys, we had numerous on my posts there. Yes. Remember that when you posted that, where can you get those? And at that time, we weren't ready to 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 be selling them, but mm-hmm. the, you got you got enough. Yeah, I for just Saturday. Um, I was just notified by Stalls. Yeah, that our order is in. Are they a brand name? Stalls is fantastic in what they do. They needed a little. Oh yeah, thing? we'll absolutely okay. give them a plug. All right. All right. Um, so we're going to have we have five Coasters, five Redmonds, and five McCartys. Oh. Again, again, uh, what? 
And then we've got blanks for the general public. The ones with the names, we're going to have the players actually sign those up, right? And those will go towards our auction. And then at the end of the year, uh, we're in discussions right now about taking the jerseys that you guys have worn this season and then auctioning them off to the general public. No, I'm keeping mine. Because well. if you can't sell mine now and you're only selling Redmond and Kosher and who's the other guy? Uh, McCarty. McCarty. The guy that played for Calgary. Oh, the guy that's into all that. The CBD. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. And not Dino's or not Larry Murphy's or not Eddie Mio's. What is going on? Well, you know what? We're at 425. It's my birthday, remember. We've got to take our first break. Oh, exactly. We're going to take our first break. We'll be back in just a few just to continue with Eddie's birthday celebration. This is Thad Zot with Zot M59 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram and deals in the D.com. It's December and time for our big finish event of 2017. That's right, Thad. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, Jeff, then you better get fired up and show them the deals. Okay. <coughs> Check this out. Lease the new Ram 1500 Crew Cab for just $159 per month. Or this new Jeep Compass for only $129 per month. Plus, you get a big screen TV with every lease. The big finish of 2017 is now here at Zot. Plus, you get a $1,000 black card loaded with a 1000 in travel credit with every new lease or purchase. Wow, you were fired up. That voice was amazing. With Ram leases at $159 a month and Jeep leases at $129 a month, how can you not be excited for our big finish event of 2017? Don't forget, we'll also throw in a big screen TV with every new vehicle lease or purchase, as well as a $1,000 travel gift card. Deals at a D.com. Get there! $1,000 down plus tax, title, state fee, and first payment based on FCA EP discount and all available rebates. 36 months, 10 Miles per year. Did you know your company has an image problem? Seriously, right now, as customers are visiting your website, chances are your organization needs to look much better than it does. Standing out from the competition is important. Looking professional is critical. First impressions are everything. As a leader, no one knows this better than you do. You know you must look your very best. Well, the solution is United Photo Works. United Photo Works is a Detroit-based photography agency with the talent, experience, equipment, and knowledge to make your organization's visual image shine. From photos of your building's interior to its exterior, from capturing your corporate events to capturing those corporate headshots, the pros at UPW are here to make sure that you and your company look fantastic. Visit us at www.unitedphotoworks.com today and receive 20% off your next session. Remember, that's unitedphotoworks.com. Yeah, we're back after getting Eddie another uh, birthday drink. you got to celebrate when you're 100 years old, for God's sake. Absolutely. <laughs> 100 and still going strong. <laughs> Dude, Thank God for those pills. Yeah, which ones? Are we talking the Viagra? <laughs> uh, left up to your imagination. <laughs> There's not a lot. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to go. But vivid. <laughs> vivid. Channel 415, Sirius XM. The, uh, you know, it was so good to see Ted Lindsay out there oh, again. Awesome. Awesome. And, and you know what? The great thing, he was standing there in the penalty box, which was apropos for Ted, um, watching the game. And you know what? He was watching the game and just had a smile because I think he still enjoys the pure joy of hockey and for outdoor. And we talked about what when's, a gorgeous day it when's was. When's our next show? Our next show should be, it'll be the 
14th. So Valentine's Day. Okay. If I'm in town. You'll be in town. No, I got to go to Edmonton. They're, uh, um, but you should be back because we leave the next day to go up north on the UP suite. Well, the Edmonton's from 11 to 13. Yeah, so that's the and, 14th. And uh, that's uh, – they're honoring the – I think the 84 or 85 team. So I'm going to go in and kind of sneak in there. Sure. But uh, I will bring Ted on the show because we, we – uh, uh, we go to we go to lunch with Ted a lot. Yeah. Okay. And I'll just convince him we'll come out around here and then we'll come to the show at four. Ted'll be great on the air. <laughs> oh, I'm His sure story, he will. Oh yeah, he'll be great. So let's do that. But you know, it was great. Ted was awesome to show up. Yeah. You know, people don't understand. Ninety two years old. He's ninety two years old. Ninety three you know in July. He's still going to the gym. He just goes and he enjoys. His friends yep. meeting new people, talking. Uh, this man is a is an icon, and uh, for him to show up on a Sunday afternoon, he didn't have to. It's not like he was had to be nope. there or anything like that. He did it for the alumni, and that's what I I, I think to our uh, listeners out there. You have to understand that the Red Wing alumni is very powerful. Not powerful that we can convince people to do this and that. But what we do in that community mm-hmm. is very, very special and very important. And we see it on Facebook. I mean, you know, on my posts, your posts, the alumni posts, uh, individual posts. Uh, whenever we post something about alumni, there's a lot of replies. There's a lot of comments. There's a lot of likes. And that shows us that we are on the right track. It's the longest running alumni, number one. You established in 1959, that. correct? Yes, it's the first alumni established. Although Vancouver will give you a um, a little battle on that because they used to have a Western Hockey League team. And they started one before the Vancouver Canucks were even in Vancouver. So they'll kind of say they're the first professional, but we are the first NHL. The first NHL. Yeah. And, and, and it's it's awesome. It is awesome, and if you look at our schedule each year, and it's unfortunate that we have to turn charities away, but the majority of the charities we deal with, are we've been dealing with them every year. Every year. They always come back. And if it weren't beneficial for them, if they weren't generating revenue for what they do, they wouldn't call us. They would find other you know, avenues to generate income. So you're absolutely right. The the work that they do in the community and, you know, between Ted's foundation and, you know what, it, it seems like a lot of love for Coaster today, especially when he flaked on us. But, you know, the work that the Coaster Foundation does. Did you say Flake Club? <laughs> Vivid, Channel 415 Vivid. on Sirius XM. It, it is tremendous work, but talking okay, about- it's the, my birthday. I can do that. <laughs> I'm not judging. <laughs> Talking about don't judge. Hashtag don't judge. <laughs> so with that, you know, before we're going into the Olympic season now, you know, and this is going to be the first time in a while there's no NHL players. What are your thoughts? Because you, you never know, you never I, played. We never got to go. Right. Okay. Not that I was good enough to go or uh, – but I did have a couple good seasons that I might have been considered. Uh, Two-time All-American Colorado College. Yeah. The point is, is that when I was when I was getting into my first first years pros and all that, and our 
young kids were going to play and represent the country. It was great. We were getting beat. You know, it didn't matter. It's that representation of the country. The U.S. was the same way. 1980, Miracle on Ice changed that all for for the U.S. and made it a little bit more, hey, Olympics are there, okay? Um, what we saw was great hockey in the last few uh, few Olympics, okay? Um, I kind of see why the NHL and the owners, you can get very hurt. You're playing two sure. weeks to three weeks, okay? And you're playing every day. You might have that one day off, you know, depending on, 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 on your schedule. You will have a day off, but you're still two in a row. And not that we're not, uh, the pros aren't used to doing that, but it's a little added. Adrenaline's going, everybody's trying. And as an owner, when you're paying a, a certain guy, X amount of cash, millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. And you're coming back, not about selling the building out, because it's usually going to be sold up before the season, but it's about going into the playoffs. I can see why the NHL is finally, and I hope it's because of this reason and not because of financial or, or whatever else is happening, but you are taking two weeks off, maybe three. Well, actually, it's three because after the guys come back from the Olympics, they give them a week off. Right. Okay. But you're also asking the current guys to not be playing for two weeks. Okay. So they all take off. Now you're coming back. Things can happen. We all know when you're on a roll, you're on a roll. When you're not on a roll, you're struggling and you got to get it back. When you take two weeks off when you're on a roll, it's pretty tough to come back. So I think the owners, and again, I'm not privy to what they're talking about and why the cancellation could be a completely different reason. But I'm seeing last year, didn't we have a couple injuries from the Olympics that were key players that came back? So if I've got that much at stake as an owner, I'd be definitely against it. Well, it's the players become a commodity from a standpoint of you own a $400,000 Jaguar. Right, and they're like, "Hey, we I wish we, we really love your car. We want to go race it in Indy, and it'll give you a great amount of exposure." Well, you're thinking, "I've got it insured, but you know what? I love that car. I've had it since I was a kid. I don't want to take the chance of it getting smacked up." And I guess if you look at it, I think point. originally, when you had the NHLers come in to play, it was to bring about the exposure to the game, to really introduce it to the world, and try and build it in the United States. But now, because of what has happened with the labor strife and the lockouts and everything else, where we, um, we've got NBC, but the people just aren't watching hockey as much as they used to. Yeah. You know, it's not growing a sport. And I think the owners are like, you know what? We're fine with what we have and we're not going to take the risk before they were willing to take the risk. Cause nobody's really going to forget those Canadian American battles with the pros. Yeah. But, but I think you just mentioned it there. Okay, the reason the I think the NHL started getting involved was teams like Russia when they didn't let the USSR didn't let their players come over. Right. They were wiping people out, except for Miracle on Ice. All right, but now maybe it got in the heads and saying, "Well, wait a minute, you're not the best country out there because you're not letting your players come in, and now we're going to let our pros play." Okay. 
I think that was one of the reasons they let everybody play. But, but more importantly, guys wanted to play. Yeah. They wanted to play for the country. And because you're a pro, you can't play. That was, I think, to the guys in the Players Association, maybe the key where they were allowed to play. But I still stick on the owners. I'm a retired player, but would have loved to play it in the Olympics, experience it. Hey, listen, I've had friends play in the Olympics. They say it's the best friggin' time they ever had with the villages. You go here, you go there. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it just, you know, the experience when they were in Vancouver, you know, it was awesome, right? I happened to go Salt Lake City, was right there, experienced the Canadian. That was 64. 1964. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> 2000. Back in World War II. Tell me about. Back your... <laughs> in World War II. My point being, I see both sides in this, but I have to stick with the owners on this one. You or, know, I'm or the NHL. A complete players guy. I'm all about organized labor, but I'm going to agree with you. I can see the owner's perspective. And if you were looking at the Olympics now, because it does, it's disrupting to the league, it's to the NHL, because it's like you said, you're shutting down the league essentially for three weeks. You know, and you've got guys that are sitting around getting fat, and, you know, and happy. They're just enjoying themselves. You know, they're not competitive hockey. So it'll be interesting to see it once again, to have the passion of these young hockey players. The talent level maybe not be but there, that, but it's going to be the what? passion. You just said it right there. Now you got young kids coming in, representing their countries, maybe guys that are never going to play in the NHL, but they're getting their shot. College players that are in the U.S. or in Canada, uh, junior players uh, that aren't drafted, right? They're going to get get in there. And in, in Russia now, same thing. USSR cannot – is it still called USSR? The uh, Soviet Union. Russia. Soviet Union. Russia. Whatever. Whatever. Mother Russia. But point is, they you can't – You know, your guys uh, But they can't send their pros either. So they'll send their former pros like K, uh, the, in the KHL and stuff like that. Tretiak Sweden, will be in goal. Yeah. <laughs> That you know what? I'd be surprised if he still doesn't stop him. He is that he's good. The, he's that good. He's, he's the that Eddie Meal of I Russia. would have you know what? I would have loved to see him here. Sure. When they allowed yeah. that he could come. He just didn't want to. But my point is now a lot of young guys are gonna get the opportunity to represent their country. Okay? In the Olympics. The pros don't have to anymore. I know nope. It might be devastating to these guys. Take another two. But you know what? I'm but paying can, you. I am paying you. They can cry in a bag of Thank money. Thank you. You know, and I am paying you millions of dollars. Don't complain like Ovechkin, right? Notice he quickly <laughs> bailed out. My point is, okay, it's great to play for your country. You've had that opportunity, whether you represented them at the under 18, the world juniors, mm -hmm. but now you're a pro. And you're making millions of dollars. Your first first commitment is to your owner and to your city. And that's the way it should be. And I'm glad. I'm 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 happy for it. That's really why am. people love the nineteen eighty Olympic team, only because those kids there wasn't NHL talent on that team. You know, only about probably couple, four no, or five. No, a couple you know, went. Yeah. No, I'm saying that. But overall, you know, it was the heart, it was the passion. You know, it was yeah. their time. <laughs> now you just said something right there. Kenny Morrow. Um, Rob McClanahan, who I played with in New York, uh, Mark Pavlich, uh, Davy Silk. 
I played with the, all those three in New York and Bill Brown, I think it was a de- big defenseman. All right. They got their opportunity from the Olympics. Sure. So maybe guys that are going unnoticed in the NHL, the scouts, whatever. Now they go to Europe or here. Or I don't know where they are. Oh, Korea. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So they go there and now they have a good outing and people might, scouts might say, wow. You know what? Let's like bring them into guy. our system. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. So, you know, this is an opportunity for guys that maybe might be overlooked, an opportunity, a venue where they can show their stuff. They can get in. And yeah. as we all know from Kenny Holland, this is a men's league. Okay. So with that, we have to take one more quick break. When we come back, we're um, going to talk about what's coming up for the alumni, a couple thoughts on the Red Wings, and then we'll be out. This is Thad Zot with Zot M59 Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram and deals in the D.com. It's December and time for our big finish event of 2017. That's right, Thad. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, Jeff, then you better get fired up and show them the deals. Okay. <clears throat> Check this out. Lease the new Ram 1500 Crew Cab for just $159 per month. Or this new Jeep Compass for only $129 per month. Plus, you get a big screen TV with every lease. The big finish of 2017 is now here at Zot. Plus, you get a $1,000 black card loaded with a 1000 in travel credit with every new lease or purchase. Wow, you were fired up. That voice was amazing. With Ram leases at $159 a month and Jeep leases at $129 a month, how can you not be excited for our big finish event of 2017? Don't forget... We'll also throw in a big screen TV with every new vehicle lease or purchase, as well as a $1,000 travel gift card. Dealsinad.com. Get there! $1,000 down plus tax title, state fee, and first payment based on FCA EP discount and all available rebates. 36 months, 10,000 miles per year. Did you know your company has an image problem? Seriously, right now, as customers are visiting your website, chances are your organization needs to look much better than it does. Standing out from the competition is important. Looking professional is critical. First impressions are everything. As a leader, no one knows this better than you do. You know you must look your very best. Well, the solution is United PhotoWorks. United PhotoWorks is a Detroit-based photography agency with the talent, experience, equipment, and knowledge to make your organization's visual image shine. From photos of your building's interior to its exterior, from capturing your corporate events to capturing those corporate headshots, the pros at UPW are here to make sure that you and your company look fantastic. Visit us at www.unitedphotoworks.com today and receive 20% off your next session. Remember, that's unitedphotoworks.com.
Continuing with the 80th birthday celebration for Edward Dario Mio. The funny thing is, Eddie, it's just cracking me up on Twitter and Facebook how many people are actually correcting us saying he's not 80. Well, no shit. <laughs> I think we know that. I'd be in a wheelchair. <laughs> You'd be in a wheelchair, 80. but you know what Eddie would still be doing? I'm close. He'd be listening to Vivid Radio Channel 415 on Sirius <laughs> XM. Uh, Eddie, false. so <laughs> that's your station. Thank you. So the Red Let's Wings are back playing at Little Caesars tonight, playing against your um, San Jose Sharks. Yeah. You know, what are your thoughts? Are they going to make the playoffs, Eddie? God, I hope so. Okay. Uh, you hope so. What, uh, you know, we all hope so, but we have to understand that uh, we've enjoyed, and we've talked about this before, we've enjoyed great hockey here. We're still enjoying great hockey. Okay? No, we're not. Yeah, we are. It's how it's, do you call that great hockey? Oh, you know what? Because the league has changed. The league, everybody can be exactly the same. Okay? But they're not exactly. Well, the they same. are. It's just Tampa Bay is good. But I don't where were they last year? They didn't make one change. The point where is, where was Vegas last year? <laughs> well, you have to understand. Okay, <laughs> Vegas still has the thirteenth best player on every team. They did some great scouting, and we talked about this two weeks ago in our with show with Mark Wilson. Okay? Sure, with Mark, they have, but they have one other element that next year you might not see is the fact that guys are coming into Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys are coming into Vegas, players on the opposite team. So what are they thinking? Party, <sighs> party. I'm going to the gambling. Yeah, I'm the hangover to the casino. Aspect, sure. I'm going. All right, that but back not to that, not that they're out till three or four. The aspect is, I'm flying into Vegas. I'm going to play an expansion team, and they catch you by surprise. And we talked about Jerry Gallant is a good coach. My point here is, every team is close. Any team can get knocked out of the playoffs. Look at I read an article on Bleacher Report. The Rangers are going to blow up. They're going to blow it up at the trade deadline. Yeah, they're they're blowing it up. Well, here's a team that only wants to make playoffs, but they understand. Let's not just make playoffs. Let's build for the future. And Detroit is trying to do that now. We have to understand, after so many years making the playoffs, that ain't happening anymore. You have to be at your best every year. 
and the league is that comparable. It's parity. The salary cap has made it parity. Okay? Everybody can beat everybody. With that, do you you think this is Kenny Holland's last year? I hope not. Kenny and I, we were partners in Adirondack, uh, I mean, here in Detroit. I got sent down to Adirondack. He was my partner there for a couple months until they called me back up. I like what Kenny's doing. Everybody, uh, Everybody thinks that Kenny is a great general manager when there wasn't a cap. I think he's a great gentleman. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, the cap has certainly brought in, you know, restraints. There's no doubt about it. And the fact that we can attract an unrestricted free agent that's very, very good that can help our team is not Kenny's fault. Okay, it's not Kenny's fault. They look at the team and they understand that they're rebuilding. Okay, they're rebuilding. So a good established player that wants to win a cup on his way out, probably not going right. to stop he's here. Not. Would he's it not surprise you at the start of next season not to see Kenny Holland and Jeff Blaschel? Uh, you know what? Everything's possible. Okay? I mean, that's what everybody – and, you know, you're right. I mean, I love Blasher. Okay? I defend him. Right to the end when people say, got to get rid of the coach. Well, why do you got to get rid of the coach? Well, they're not playing. I says, they're not playing for him. Maybe he just doesn't have the talent. I read, and this is funny, okay? Which is the point I was making just a few yeah, minutes but ago. But here's, here's, here's the point. We were laughing. I was at Come Back In yesterday. Okay. Chris Baker, Chris Come Baker Back In. That's on Milford Road and Highland. And we were laughing about our 85, 86 season. 40 points. 41 points. 41 Excuse points. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> and we Googled it. And amazing. If you Google it right now, you'll see. And we wanted to see all our scores. We, we were beaten in double digits five <laughs> times that year. The New York thing was what, what Joey and Chris started talking about. But here was the thing. As you read down, Devilano, Jim Devilano, who I think is a joke, okay, mm-hmm. is a joke. Definitely. Story for a different time. Story, yes, exactly. <laughs> but he makes a comment, goaltending was awful. Didn't just mention me, Greg Steffen, Corrado Mikulov, and uh, Mark LaForce. We all did a stint in that last year. We had Harry Neal uh, and Brad Park. But the comment that I like was Stevie Eisman, okay? Steve Eisman's comment. And and you can look it's we it's in Wikipedia. You can say it says oh, you know what? Yeah, we had a tough year. We just made the playoffs two years in a row. Remember that two years in a row for for nineteen years. Never made the playoffs, and all of a sudden eighty three, eighty four, eighty four, eighty five. We're making the playoffs two years in a row, and all of a sudden he says we bring in all these college players: Ray Stazak, Adam Oates. Adam Oates ended up to be a player, but Chris Shahaki, Tim Friday, right? And he says, these guys couldn't play, and it just disrupted our team. Well, here's Jimmy Devilano saying that it was goaltending, but yet Stevie <laughs> Eisman, who had two great years before that, saying these guys couldn't play in the NHL and disrupted our whole team. So my point being, again, is if you don't have the players, it doesn't matter what great coach you are. you got to start implementing, implementing get new players. And and Jeff is doing that. It's not his fault. We have a system. We just don't have. And 
kudos to the players. Anytime you make it to the NHL, you're good. Okay, we're just not that good. Well, if you remember 1985 also, Johnny O'Gronick, five-time All-Star, had 55 goals. Mm-mm. Yes, he did. 55 84, and 85. 85. No, 84, 84, 85. 85. But when he signs that autograph, it says 55 and 85. No, okay, because it was the last half. You look up 85. If he had 50 yeah. goals that year, <laughs> we had the worst. It, it wasn't the worst team. It was good guys. Jerry Gallant, Claude Lazelle. Uh, we were all leftovers from before. Norwood, uh, Zombo. Zombo was still there. Chase uh, No, that was later. And that it? was the year after. Okay. But my point is, you make it two years in a row after 19 years, you got to roll on it, right? Well, Jim Devolano brought in another eight players to take the spots. Why do you change something that's, that's the goaltending. <laughs> yeah, because it was awful goal. And he's right because, boy, were we awful. But there was before us. It's defense. And, and Stevie says it right. Okay, Stevie says it right. These guys weren't ready. They weren't Not ready. that they weren't NHL players. They were not ready to be put in that position. So I'm looking at that right now. And you look in your lineup. Who is NHL ready in our lineup? Come on, we can go right down the road. Nope. I'm with you. I understand. Zettelberg. Okay, well, we're not yeah. going to get it. Nope, understand, we're... people listening, it's not the coach. It's what we've got. And whatever victories we pull out, we're heading into the future. This is a great building. I know we got attendance listening now, here. You know what? We're I know we're out, but guess yep. what? Attendance is full. It's just that you think people aren't there, they're there. My my point is, don't blame management. It's a team effort. The team is not good right now. They're adequate, but they're not at that upper echelon. Well, we will get we will get there. That's the quote, Eddie Mio. Don't blame management. So with that, um, just want to remind everybody: coming up, the February schedule is we're in Brighton on Saturday. Um, for the Coaster Foundation game. And then we are going to make our swing up to the UP on February 15th. We'll be at the Labatt VIP party at the Pond Hockey Tournament up in St. Ignace. Saint- Next night, we are at Little Bear in St. Ignace. And then Saturday, 217, we are in Alpena at Northern Lights. And then we're going to finish up February with the Shriners 225 in Dearborn. So, with that, our next show is February 14th, Valentine's Day. Eddie will be done with his birthday celebration by then. You hope. I hope. So, with that, appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you at the rink.